Hello, everyone, and welcome back to To Have and To Roll. You are listening to Session 20, Times a Changin'. I'm Daft Prodigy, and I am joined by the always charming, always delightful, sometimes stinky, Rain Zero. As a quick note, if you like listening to me and want more of my role-playing, be sure to check out this week's episode of Dungeon Dive Bar, where I continue my guest appearance as a feisty goblin named Toe Crusher. It's been a couple months since we recorded this crossover, and I hear the DDB crew are clamoring for her return. Toe Crusher is two and a half feet of pure, condensed fight, and we love her dearly. You can check that out over on DungeonDiveBar.com. A direct link to the episode will be in the description. This session features music from Philip Melvin and sound effects by Sirenscape. As a note, we are now getting into the content of Book 2 of Curse of the Crimson Throne. Before any of that content starts showing up, Rain and I feel that a major content warning is due for any who might find the topics too upsetting. Book 2 of Curse of the Crimson Throne deals with a plague that sweeps across the city and the increased militarization of Corvosan guards in response to the unrest that brings. When we started this campaign, we had no idea how relevant this would become. But processing such horrifying topics through the lens of a game where we alone have the power to do something about it is what drew us to these books in the first place. When real-world events began to resemble the content of the book, we made the decision together that we still wanted to power through and present the story of a group of heroes who will stop at nothing to save the city from these threats. Understandably, this content may be deeply disturbing for many people. There's nothing wrong with stepping back and protecting your own peace of mind. That said, for those of you who wish to keep going, we thank you, and we're here for you. Feel free to message us if any element of the coming books has personal resonance with you and you just need someone to talk to. This session is much lighter in its content, and we'll give another warning before things take a turn for the worse. For now, though, let's get back into Curse of the Crimson Throne. Hello, beautiful wife. Hello, beautiful husband. And welcome back to Curse of the Crimson Throne. Curse of the Crimson Throne. As opposed to the Azure Throne. (laughs) (laughs) No, we did that joke already. Uh, Anyway, uh, so welcome back. We had quite a session last week. We did. Uh, We got some nice revelations. Um... Heavy stuff. Yeah, uh, we got we got custody battles, feelings, custody battles. Yeah, having to experience what it's like to, you know, hide from uh, CPS, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Yikes. Uh huh. Is all Um, very big. And then your kid runs away because you're hiding from CPS. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it was a whole thing. It was a whole thing. (laughs) Uh, We get to deal with what it's like to be a doppelganger in. in modern Corvosa, yeah, uh, which is not great. <laughs> no, it's not great. They are um, very poor. Yeah, so uh, we got Kester back with his parents. Yep. Uh, we learned that they are a family of doppelgangers. Yep. And we learned that Kester is able to perfectly emulate um, a human. Yes. 
we uh, we took out a few kobolds that were quote kidnapping statues. Yes, they were statue napping. They were statue napping, uh, and we destroyed their little base and their mm-hmm. rust monsters. And um, yeah, 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 we got we got paid a little bit of money for that, so that was nice. Yeah, you got like seven fifty gold for yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Now, uh, I will say that as of right now, there's not a whole lot going on in town. Yeah. Um, now you had an arrangement where you were going to meet with Kester's parents and Kester on Sunday. Um, but you for, know that was just sort of to check in on. Yeah, them. just sort of to check in and. Yeah. Um. So I think I think what I would like to do now. Okay. We've talked about this before session. Yeah. Is we're just going to advance the calendar a mm-hmm. little bit. Mm-hmm. While uh, while things are not normal in yeah. Corvosa, but <laughs> not progressing in Corvosa things either. Things are stagnant in Corvosa. Yes. Um, there are still plenty of people rioting and uh, and trying to. The people of Corvosa are revolting. <laughs> oh yeah. What they else are. is new? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, and nothing really new is happening right now. And so what we're going to do is we're just going to advance the calendar for a while uh, until things happen. Yeah, um, Ophelia is going to get her second restoration in and um, Center is going to go back to the um, the Grey District to continue doing her work there. So we are going to advance uh, the calendar forward uh, by about two weeks. Mm-hmm. It is now Sunday, April 19th, or uh, if you want to be in Galarian terms, it is Sunday, Gozrin 19th. Yes, of Sunday. Of 47.08. All right. Um, we are probably coming fresh off of a service at the Church of Eridan, uh, where this will be the second one that you guys have attended uh, together. Essentially, what a service at the Church of Eridan entails is a recounting of the deeds of Eridan, uh, the many things that he w- that he did in life, and what he expects of humanity in return. Mm-hmm. That humanity uh, must continue to work toward creating the wonderful future that they deserve for themselves. Yes. And if they don't work to be together and be strong, they will never receive the great gifts that... Aridin, uh wishes to bestow upon them. Yep. And that uh something 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 uh signs of signs of us not being not receiving those gifts are signs God of sin among us. God is great and we are shit. God is great and we are shit and God is great and we are shit. Um I mean there's not a ton of that. There there's actually in in Aridanite faith there is a lot of humans are pretty fucking awesome, aren't we? <laughs> um embrace your awesome. Embrace your awesome. And do what must be done. Even if that means, you know, running a bunch of people off their own land. Because, you know. (sighs) Manifest destiny. Literally destiny made manifest. He's got a prophecy and community and taking things that don't belong to him. (laughs) No, taking things that make... Finding things, finding things that, that no one else human, has had that make humanity better. That make humanity better, right? Don't uh, tell Unia, but we think Aridan's kind of a dick. Yeah, we do think Aridan's kind of a dick. Um, but you would be coming off of one of these services, and uh, I imagine you would meet up with uh, Tiara and uh, Kinsena and Kester. Yes, uh, toward the end of it, uh, and. 
Tiora and Kinsena would sort of be a little lukewarm on the whole thing. Mm. They are still very much of the opinion that this is this is a cult. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, it's very cult-like. I mean, they're not wrong. Yeah, they're not wrong. <laughs> um, but they're 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 happy to you know support Kester if it means that they get to be a family. Yeah. And. Unia would be relating things like, well, clearly, you know, X, Y, and Z of this service are outdated. We need to adapt our liturgy and our expectations to fit this new reality, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to say this, um, but we didn't do a whole lot of after stuff. As Unia was walking away from talking to Tiora and Kinsena mm-hmm. and Kester, you know, they, they seemed, you know when they were talking to them seemed relatively calm but after that they went back to their room and they didn't come out for like two days they spent a lot of time trying to integrate this revelation that Aridin had shown himself uh to a bunch of non-humans mm-hmm. uh and what this meant for their faith and because Unia. You know, they don't like change. Their whole thing <laughs> is they want stuff to go back to the way it was. Yes. Um, and so it's just taking them some time to um, accommodate the reality of the situation. Um, but, you know, now that now that it's going a bit better for them in a sort of a men- mental and emotional way, yeah. uh, they're really sort of getting into the idea of we need to update this stuff and mm-hmm. accommodate what Aridin wants from us and blah, blah, blah. Um, so uh, they they're, they would actually be talking rather animatedly to um, okay. uh, Kinsena and um, Tiora uh, as, okay. as they all leave. Um, they think it's going well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the... The service, the service would end, and you would, uh, I guess, go back to Lenore's house. Yes. Yep. Yes. Uh, and about now, I think Damien. Yep. Damien would be feeling this urge to check the Harrow deck. Mm. Uh, my pocket's burning. Hold on. <laughs> uh, and Damien pulls out the Harrow deck. Uh, and. Uh, as you're doing so, you you can almost feel like the cards are trying to talk to you. Oh, uh, I think I think Zalara wants to talk. Um, let's get inside, and I'll I'll we can uh, clear off the table. Um, the kids have been drawing on it. Um, not the, on the table, on paper, on the table. Lenore, please don't hurt me. I promise they haven't been drawing on the table. And as they Arnor just goes, I was drawing on the underside of the table. <laughs> Like, like leans into Damien. Don't tell Lenore. Damien's like, shh, 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 shh. See, it's fine. It's fine. Um, furiously pressed to digitating under the table to clean it up. <laughs> Everything's fine. And um, so you bring out the cards and you activate the major image. Yes, I activate ability. the major image ability. Yes, the major image ability yeah. of the deck. Yes. And Zolara appears. Sitting at the table with you. And the deck kind of flies across the room into her hand. And she starts to shuffle. She goes, so it has been some time now. And 
Well, you haven't talked to me much, but... I'm sorry if there's been a lot going on. I understand. I'm not really good at keeping in contact with people. Tumultuous time here in Corvosa. And... Unfortunately, it doesn't seem that you have been able to find whatever path fate has deemed necessary for you. Of your own accord. I'm sorry. And so perhaps I was thinking I might offer guidance yet again. Yeah, um, you know, I, um, you sounded a lot like my master's thesis advisor there for a minute. Um, but, you know, I, I never. How these things happen, dear? I, I, <laughs> um, you know, I've, um, I've never, I've never said no to her, uh, in, in that capacity. So, um, yes, please offer your guidance. Of course. Now, is everyone here that wishes to be party to the harrowing? Um, hi. Uh, I, I'm feeling better now. Yes, uh, I... It's, it's been a while since I've seen you. As I um, understand, you had a brush with death. Mm, yeah, yeah. It was, it was more than, like, it was more than a brush, you know. I, I yes. kind of, uh, mm, it was maybe like a, hmm, it's a, something bigger than a brush, like, um... A dip? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A dip? A dip with de- death? A dip into the water? Yes, yes. It's, uh, I'm feeling better now. Um, well, I'm very happy for you. I'm not oh. feeling better right now, that is. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. It's all right. I, I suppose um, being a, a spirit haunting a deck is uh, not the it's, best way to spend your afterlife. It's definitely something that I'm adapting to. Hmm, I'm sorry. Being in cards for most of the day is difficult, but my time is short. And so, Lenore, Unia, Damien, Ophelia... Fate called upon you once, and yet its meaning is not yet clear, it seems. So, she lays out nine cards in a row. All right. And uh, Lenore, Unia, Damien, and Ophelia all take one of these cards. Mm -hmm. This is a part that we forgot to do in the recording of the first time. This is called the choosing. Oh, yeah. Uh, where you lay out all cards of a one suit. And she would lay them out going, I believe the suit of shields calls to us now. And so, make your choosing. And they all pick their cards. Okay. Unia will take a moment to just um, raise their hand and speak up a little yes. bit. Ms. Laura, I would like to apologize for disparaging your work the last time we interacted. I have learned much Mm. about the nature of prophecy in these days. Yes. And how difficult it is and how open one must be to receiving it. Yes, any connection to prophecy is tenuous at best in these times, and I understand that might have taken some adjustment for you. But disparaging remarks are something that comes with the territory, and so I forgive you. So long as you learn from your mistakes, and learn to heed advice that is given out of concern. Yes. Thank you. Of course. So, 
You have chosen your cards. Let us see where your choices have taken you. Lenore, mm-hmm. you have chosen. She turns the card over. <gasps> it seems <laughs> that you have a connection. The Brass Dwarf, the lawful neutral card of shields. It depicts an Azer, a dwarf-like outsider, from the Plane of Fire, reveling in flames and calmly enjoying a hookah where others would burn alive. It represents an immunity to a current danger. Yunia, you have chosen the desert, the chaotic good card of shields. A sphinx saddled and adorned with a hat. It carries a robed figure across the desert in its raised paw. This card represents bleak voyages that will be too dangerous for one to endure on their own. Mm. Damien, my friend, (laughs) you have chosen the Mountain Man, (laughs) the chaotic neutral card of shields. The Mountain Man is a giant carrying some great serpentine reptile, perhaps a dragon, perhaps something else, over its back. It towers above a small cottage as it carries this beast to its final fate. Mm. The Mountain Man represents a confrontation with a physical power outside your control. Ophelia, you have chosen the Survivor, the neutral good card of shields. A warrior, battered and bandaged, sits upon a throne, their arm hanging in a sling, and their weapons tossed at the floor amidst the spoils of their war. While they rest, green, ghostly apparitions attend to their wounds. The survivor symbolizes rebirth. It represents a creature that has managed to survive a terrible ordeal when everyone thought him lost. Oh. It seems that this has a special resonance with you, yes. Mm-hmm. She holds out the deck, please return your cards. And then she begins to shuffle again. This elaborate shuffling uh, with plenty of uh, lights and flashing cards, cards dancing uh, between her fingers and across the table. All four of them look spellbound. And in an elaborate display. And she lays out nine cards in a grid. Now, before we proceed to what must be done, we must, as always, consult the past for knowledge. In your positive past, we find the owl. Mm-hmm. The true neutral card of stars. An owl perched upon a branch, pulling a needle and thread with its beak. This is the card that found Yunia. Yes. The owl represents the careful balance of life and death that nature holds. Where once you were lost, now you have found life anew. Your journey so far has brought you renewed purpose. Yet... It has also brought you close to deadly powers. Violent mobs, necromancers, capricious devils. Never forget 
that while you have persevered, death has stalked you all the while. The neutral past. The twin. The true neutral card of crowns. Two mirrored figures, one with black hair, the other with white. The white-haired twin holds a dagger behind their back. The twin is also known as the doppelganger. <laughs> it represents duality of purpose or identity. You have yet to choose a side in the coming conflict, it seems. Thus far, your indecision has proven perilous. Enemies and friends alike have not been what they seem. Mm. The negative past. The big sky. The chaotic good card of hammers and the one that sought Lenore. Yeah, that one was mine. This positioning in the harrowing is powerful. It is the chaotic good card and we find it here in the lawful evil position. An opposite match. A man raises his hand to the sky with broken shackles, as if in celebration or prayer. It infers a momentous happening. The traditional interpretation of the big sky is freedom from bondage. It came to you, Lenore, because of your great strength and rebellious spirit. But here, in the negative past, it represents not an escape, but an exchange. Old bonds have been broken, and new ones have taken their place. It would seem the events of the past month have shackled us all to a new fate. And so, we must look to the present. In the positive present, we find the idiot. <laughs> the neutral evil card of books. It depicts a man with his hands bound behind his back, on his head an oversized mask of a fool, being pierced by arrows as goblins dance about him, and his blood spatters across the streets. This is yet another opposite match. It would seem that we have all been played the fool by one who cleverly feigns ignorance or idiocy. Where once we derided them and called them a fool, I suspect we will now begin to see powerful machinations unfold. The neutral present. The tyrant. Oof. The lawful evil card of crowns. A blue dragon. Its claws piercing a globe-like orb. Blood pours from the orb, but it does not sate the dragon's hunger. The tyrant represents a ruler who harms those he rules. It is the parasitic predation on the weak and downtrodden that elevates the powerful. You have brushed with these elements before, and you will again. As Corvosa crumbles from within, it would seem the dragon feasts. That one's a little too on the nose for my comfort. She, she uh, nods. I believe you will find that the harrow often 
can be not necessarily comforting, but certainly revealing. We find in the negative present the unicorn, the chaotic good card of crowns. A unicorn sitting in a field between briars and flowers, a pear skewered on its horn with a single humanoid bite taken from it. <laughs> Again, misaligned. It is a positive card and we find it in the negative row. This is a powerful spread. The unicorn is triumph in finding what you seek, but misaligned. It is a warning. Your friends are untrustworthy. One or more hide powerful secrets, and you ignore them at your peril. Damien sweats a little. That's great. Great. Fantastic. And so, if we are to learn anything from this harrowing, we must look to what secrets it presages. The positive future. The lost. Oh, great, great. The chaotic evil card of stars. A warrior in golden armor, their helm winged with bat-like wings. A ghoulish tongue twists forth from their mouth and their limbs wither into undeath. The creature represented here is a bodak, a powerful undead. They are loathsome creatures that come into being when mortals are stripped of their souls by horrific supernatural evil. Where usually this card represents a loss of identity, misaligned in this way, it shows that these forces will reveal a clear purpose. Before all is done, you will see true horror. Undeath and decay lie before you. I suspect there is no escape from them now. Uh, and as she's speaking here, the room darkens a bit. But as you wade through this putrid mire, your journey will reveal a powerful truth. There is a wind whipping at the inside of the room. Oh. Uh, candles flicker. Oh, gosh. And the curtains uh, of the room also are swirling through this. Oh, uh, God. The cards remain anchored to the table, despite uh -huh. what you would think should greatly disturb them. In the neutral future, the rabbit prince. Ah. The chaotic neutral card of keys. A roguish rabbit prince, nobly dressed in a crown and ornate cloak and attire, an hourglass hanging from his neck and a broken sword in his hand, its basket hilt gilded and styled as a bird in flight. The rabbit prince is perfectly placed in the neutral future. And that is where we have found him. This is a momentous sign. He represents the capriciousness of battle. His broken sword shows that death may come to any. One who flouts danger will not realize the true danger they are in until it is too late. Perhaps you will be able to save them, or perhaps you are the ones the cards warn. And lastly, our old friend. Gosh. The negative future holds the sickness. The neutral evil card of shields. A woman riddled with pustules holding dice and leeks. 
Her extravagant wealth on display has done nothing to save her. While she is decked with holy symbols, lavish furs, feathers, and golden bangles, none of these have protected her. The sickness has dogged you on your journey, and yet its purpose is not yet fulfilled. But where, before its presence was a bomb, we found it misaligned. It was an assurance that you were protected. Here, in its rightful place, it is a dire warning. I see women with ashen skin and blank faces. The feathers of birds feasting upon the dead. It presages the advent of a terrible disease. And when its hour comes, none of you will be safe. And as, as that happens, you watch as the wind dies down and she... It seems that fate... Fate twists around you. Four cards misaligned. The neutral future perfectly aligned. And the sickness partially aligned. She takes a moment. I hope that this will help to guide you. I mean, it's, uh, it's a lot to think about. I, I think we'll have to spend some time um, considering all of the implications. Yes. I only wish that I could offer more. And with that, the spirit fades. The cards Gosh. stack back into the deck. Oh my goodness sake. Well, <laughs> well, well, well. Well, well, All well. is not well here. Goodness. That is a bleak spread, man. Yeah. <laughs> Four cards misaligned? Yes. Four? Um, now... The world turned upside down indeed. Yeah, in indeed. Uh, now, I have also totaled your hero points. Mm. Um, so we have... Uh, you, get, you, get, you each get one hero point for drawing a card uh, for okay. the choosing. Okay. Uh, and then you guys also get another hero point for uh, the card appearing in the spread, which was the sickness. Yeah. Um, I'm also giving a hero point uh, just for the power of the spread itself. Yeah. And so uh, for that, I'm adding one hero point to all of them because that's pretty momentous. Uh, yeah, like like this this thing, like there's a lot going on here. And then here. I am giving... Unia and Lenore a hero point because the cards that came to them have appeared in the spread. Ooh, okay. So Lenore has four, Unia has four, and Damien and Ophelia both have three. Yes. All right. Let me go over uh, how you can use your hero points in this chapter of the game. So in this chapter of the game, we are in the Constitution chapter uh, of the, the game. The Constitution chapter. Yeah. You know, I thought I, did, I thought it was kind of neat last book mm -hmm. how you did not successfully poison me ever no <laughs> that's, that's the, the that's, sickness card protected the me. sickness card misaligned the misaligned sickness you. card protected me although unia did get filth fever that one time mm -hmm. well now 
it's it's partially aligned. Uh oh. Which is probably bad for probably you. Probably bad. During this chapter, you may spend your hero points in the following ways. Constitution rerolls. Uh, a, P- a player character can spend a hero point to reroll a fortitude save, stabilization check, or other constitution-based check. You must abide by the new result, although if you have additional hero points remaining, you can use them to attempt additional rerolls. All right. Uh, damage reduction. Ooh. A player character can spend a hero point to gain DR3 untyped. This damage, per, this damage reduction persists for the duration of the encounter in which she spent the hero point. A player character can spend multiple hero points to increase this damage reduction. Uh, fast hit point recovery. Ooh. A player character can spend a hero point after resting for one minute to recover from her recent ordeals. She regains a number of hit points equal to her character level and one point of ability damage each time she does so. This does not remove ability drain. Uh, you can spend a hero point in this manner once after each encounter. All right, so you have uh, all that taken down now? Yes. Okay. Well. Well. Well, well, well. Well, well, well. Um, everybody just sort of spends some time staring silently at the table where the spread once sat. And... um. Then Lenore sort of breaks the the silence, uh, the the sort of the spell everyone's under by um, moving forward rather purposefully, uh, picking up the deck and handing it to Damien and saying, "Who wants lunch?" <laughs> <laughs> you guys going out for lunch, or are you getting uh, you making something here? Um, I would actually, I would imagine that uh, your pantry is probably quite. Quite sparse these days. Yes, yeah. Uh, keeping any food in the house is the quite kiddos, difficult. The kiddos, they love to eat. Yes. Bless them. Uh, <clears throat> we have not used the sustaining spoon yet, but... <laughs> You're close. <laughs> so who wants lunch? Yeah, yeah. Want lunch. Uh, let's go. Let's go to... Uh, what's it called? The Jittery Quill. Let's go to the Jittery Quill. Go to the Jittery Quill. Yeah. Get sure. some sandwiches, sure. some um, coffee. Now, uh, on your way out the door, you would run into a mailman. Oh. Uh, who's sort of looking down at his letters. Uh, goes like, uh, uh, let's see. Uh, hello? Uh, oh, oh um, uh, hi. Are, are you, uh, are you um, the cover of night? Yeah, that's us. Okay. Um, hi. I've got a few things for you. Hi. Um, this comes from uh, Citadel Volshynik. Uh, that's for you. Okay. Uh, and then this one um, comes from uh, Orosini Academy. Oh. Uh, that's for you as well. Oh. Uh, <clears throat> let's see what else we have uh, here. Um, at Orosini Academy, Ophelia goes, ooh, and she grabs it out of uh, Lenore's Just hands. Just takes it. <laughs> yep. Uh, and um, yeah, that's about it. Uh, oh, oh uh, uh, this is, the, oh, actually, no, nope. Here's a notice uh, of requirement of payment. Uh, for your mortgage, I believe. Oh, God. It's from the banks. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I forgot. There's been so much going on. I can't believe they're still taking mortgage payments right now. <laughs> well, like who's um, who's even doing the collecting? I imagine the inquisitors are probably doing it. I can't believe they're still here. Yeah. 
Gosh. <laughs> Bank of Abadar didn't go away. I suppose not. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, you guys have a good day. Thank you. Um, wow, you guys got a lot of kids. They're visiting. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> hello. <laughs> Chorus of kids oh, saying hello. Oh, kiddos. Um, so on your way over to the Jittery Quill, do you want to read through your messages or yes. would you want to wait till you get there? No, no. Um, we'll, we'll read while we walk. All right. So um, from... From uh, Citadel Volshynik. Uh, as, as we look at the <coughs> Citadel Volshynik thing, Damien's like, you remember that thing about friends being enemies? I really hope that wasn't talking about Cressida because <laughs> she seems like a nice lady. Maybe he was um, talking about the queen. I don't know if we really consider her an ally anymore. Uh, <laughs> okay, so um, there there is an invitation to appear before Cressida Croft. All right. uh, she has uh, important matters that she needs to discuss with you. It is uh, entitled regarding your continued services. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. And from Orasini Academy, you find I've actually got a little handout for you. Oh, nice, fancy. nice envelope. You open it. It's got this little this little piece of paper uh, <clears throat> that I'm just going to give you the note, Ooh. and then you can read it. Okay. So uh, Ophelia will unfold the note and. Um, Ah, here we are. My friends, I hope this note finds you in good health in these dangerous times. Oh, that's nice. In light of the recent unrest, I feel that I could provide some tips on self-defense to adventurers such as you, and would be most gratified to meet with you for these lessons offered gratis at Orosini Academy. Oh my goodness. Um, 16 Hillcrest Street, I eagerly, I eagerly await your arrival, Vincarlo Orsini. Oh my goodness, oh my goodness, he wants to train us! He wants <laughs> to train us! Um, and then, <laughs> finally... Sorry, I just tr- stumbled over some garbage there. <laughs> There's just garbage all over the streets, why <sighs> won't somebody clean this up? <laughs> and finally, the letter from the Bank of Abadar. Uh, uh, just, uh, you open that and it's, and it just says, uh... To Edgar and Lenore Melisove. <sighs> the Bank of Abadar would like to thank you for your payment in full of the re- outstanding balance on your mortgage. Wait, what? Uh, we understand that these are trying times, and any payment is acceptable, but your generous donation to the Bank of Abadar has been noted. What the shit? What? What? Is this a joke? Did somebody send this to us as a joke? Are they trying to keep me from paying my mortgage so we all go bankrupt? <laughs> like, what? what is this? <clears throat> did, did any of you do this? Like, we're broke as frick right now. I, I, I didn't do it. Um, you know, I've been trying to find fruit on sale and stuff when we go shopping for groceries. Like, um... I didn't. I I didn't do it. And it's Did got you like do- a it's got like a little amortization of like where you were in your payment schedule, uh, how much would have been due this month, and then it just has the rest, and then it just has all of the months after this crossed out, uh, and then a seal from the Bank of Abadar. Um, it seems to be it seems to be uh, affirmed by uh, by one of the by one of the clerks on duty, uh, one uh, Claire Zarnavis. Uh, who uh, assures that payment has been uh, acknowledged and received and confirmed and that the house is now yours. How? You may, you may come to the Bank of Abadar at any time to, uh, to pick up your deed or you may 
leave it there for safekeeping. Oh. Ophelia, did you do this? No, I I've been I've been sick. I haven't even been two week work. Um Unia, did you No, I have no engagement with the Bank of Abadar. That does look official though. It looks pretty real. If you want to, um you can roll linguistics to or determine if it's a forgery. To determine if it's a forgery. Uh yeah, you know, I'll do that. Mm-hmm. Only if you're trained though. Uh, well, let me see. I think Damien has... Yes, Damien has a rank in linguistics. And Damien has a rank in linguistics. Linguistics. So, we will have Damien roll. Okay. Is it a forgery, Damien? He pulls up... He pushes up his glasses... He pushes his (laughs) glasses up his nose and peers at the note. And rolled a 22 on his linguistics check. Seems, Seems pretty legit. Yeah, I mean, it looks right to me. Uh, there aren't any spelling errors or anything that I would expect for, like, a, a particularly inept forgery. So, if this is a forgery, it's somebody who's good at it, at least. Thanks, that makes me feel so much better. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, seems legit. Goodness. Well, uh... And if you, uh, if you have doubts, you can take it out with the bank of <laughs> Who wants to celebrate me paying off my house somehow? <laughs> Let's let's do that. I I guess. Uh I might have to have a chat with the bank to figure out what's going on though. Um but later. Uh right now I'm starving and I think I saw some pretty good sandwiches when we were at the uh that cafe the other day and I think I would like to go check them out. Yeah. <laughs> um so let me see if I actually If they're have the a... same sandwiches, you might not want to eat them. Uh, Damien, I know that. Gosh. <laughs> Goodness. Yeah, you want to eat two-week-old sandwiches? That's disgusting. Lenore, please get a hold of yourself. <laughs> this is where my life has led me, Damien. Yep, it would be open today. They have uh, ale and coffee. Uh, and they probably have, like, little, like, sandwiches that go with it. Yeah. Um, you could probably get some, like, little fish sandwiches or... Yes. um Or, like, um, you know... Grilled cheeses, mm. you know, nothing, nothing. You know, it's it's a lunch spot. You know, you can yeah. get you can get like little lunch things that, yeah. to go with it. Yeah, little yogurts, yeah. those kind of those kind of things. Mm, Parfaits. <laughs> Damien's gonna look sadly at the yogurts. Oh no, <laughs> no, he doesn't have any of his alchemical stuff to eat the yogurt. No. Oh no. <laughs> he forgot to bring it. <clears throat> all right, and so you get all your stuff, and you get stuff for the kids, and what do you do? Yeah, I guess after lunch, uh, we should probably go either to Cressida's or to Van Carlo's. Uh, and I think we're going to prioritize going to Cressida's. Um, because er, er, the, going going to get like free training from Van Carlo is cool. It's really cool. <laughs> but it's also like not urgent in the way that getting a message from Cressida, like you have to come talk to me, is generally yeah. urgent. So... Uh, yeah, last time we got one of those, it was, uh, there was, um, a dead Shawanti guy. I believe a guard been, actually came to you. Yeah, who had, who had been killed, um, by some violent racists, mm-hmm. and, uh, we, that was, that was a big thing that we had to deal with, so, um, yeah, let's, let's head over there. A diplomatic there. incident, even. A diplomatic incident. All right, so let's head to Cressida's. Heading to Cressida's? Yes. You would... Take the slope down along University Way, back toward uh, the 
back toward the eastern shore of the peninsula that mm-hmm. is Corvosa mm-hmm. uh, and follow down through Midland and down to Citadel Volshynik. These days, the rioting has quelled a bit. Some people are accepting that Queen Eliosa is the ruler now. Okay. Some people have just run out of energy and they just can't do anything anymore. Yeah. Um, and some people uh, are protesting still, mm-hmm. but they're not that they're protesting nonviolently. It seems that the fervor for deposing her and getting her head chopped off to really, really show them that <laughs> we're not going to put up with this shit anymore. That's, that's kind of died down. It's uh, we're back to unrest instead of anarchy. Yeah, actually for right now we are back up to mostly normal. Oh. Academy has continued to keep their doors shut. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, the effective spellcasting of the, of the uh, city is reduced to sixth level. Mm. Uh, where if, if Academy was open, they would have ninth level spellcasting available. Huh. But other than that, it, no it casting does seem, wish for me today. Mm-hmm. It does seem that uh, Academy isn't fully convinced yet. Yeah, that things are safe. <laughs> Gosh, the person you hate the most just made an excellent point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So onward to Citadel Volshynik. Let's, let's bring up the uh, Citadel Volshynik music. And there we go. So, uh, you come to Citadel Volshynik, uh, a place that you spent a lot of time in uh, during this first part of the mm-hmm. game. And uh, you'll note that the guards are looking less overworked than they were before. There's people sparring in the courtyard, practicing uh, drills and things. Uh, and it seems a lot more... It seems a lot more normal. Until you really look at it and you go, mm. there's a lot less people here than usual. Mm. The people that are here look like they're in good shape, mm-hmm. but there are less people here mm. than there were. Is that because some of them have left or are they out in the city working or? I don't know. Something to talk to Cressida about, yeah. I suppose. <laughs> so uh, you would get to your appointment with Cressida, go mm-hmm. into Cressida's office and uh, she would be uh, sitting in a corner uh, dressed in her official uh, plate mail, the nice red plate mail that she has. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she would go, she'd be pouring herself a cup of coffee. She goes, please, sit. Uh, we uh, sort of file into coffee? the room. Uh, no, we just we just ate. It's fine. Um, uh, she comes over, she pulls out her chair, slumps down in it. Uh, so... I, uh, I wish that, you know, I could just call you down here to chat. Unfortunately, there's usually a reason for any time I have to talk to you. Yeah. I'm sure you've heard by now. I know we talked a little bit about it, but, um, Queen Iliosa, uh, intends to restructure several elements of the city's military organizations. There are rumors that some or all of the current military organizations are going to be underfunded or disbanded. Is this so that more of those gray ladies can go about the city enforcing our monarch's will? They are here to protect the peace, is what I'm hearing. Uh, It seems that Ilios has been happy with uh, the quiet of the last week, but uh, she's... Nervous 
And so she wants a reassurance. So she's equipping more soldiers as Grey Maidens. And the rest of us are sort of having to work with what's left in the budget. Yeah, we did notice that there were fewer guards downstairs. Yeah, I've had to lay off a few people. It's it's tight. Um, you know, it's... So I imagine... I understand that she's inherited a stressful time, but I won't pretend that I'm not concerned. Coming from you, that's uh, pretty damning. She looks toward the door, which she ensures is closed. <clears throat> I know about what you did at the execution. Look, I don't know what you heard, but we didn't do anything. I heard that you... Uh, <clears throat> pulls out a drawer. Thumbs oh, through oh. a few files. Summoned a spectral scythe. Um, uh, caught a group of people in a web including the executioner. Uh, um, I heard that you uh, knocked one of my guards unconscious. Uh, and... <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know where the where the guards who reported and that got, got any ideas. And abetted the escape of the fugitive known as Blackjack. Uh, I don't know uh, where the guards you talked to got uh, any um, ideas like that, especially uh, so specific ones. It uh, particularly was the one of the guards that you intimidated uh, and the one that you knocked unconscious. Um, he shouldn't have remembered anything. I mean, I didn't do it. I, I swear I hit him hard enough that he should have had some memory loss. Uh, <sighs> Unia, as everybody else is trying to deflect, Ophelia goes, well, um, I wasn't even there, actually. I've been sick for the last couple of weeks, but um, uh, Unia goes, what will you be doing to us? What is our punishment? Due to these events and due to current circumstances, the guard uh, will not be able to retain your services anymore I do hope that you will continue to defend Corvosa unfortunately um, I'm not going to be able to offer you funding we were protecting an innocent person from I, being executed I know and that's the reason that this has stopped at my desk but it has stopped at my desk I know. And you are right to be angry. Listen, I wish I had more people like you. And I'm not going to act like I don't think you were justified. But I'm the field marshal. And one of my duties is to make sure law and order continue. And you can see, like, etched across her face that this is killing her to say this as such the Corvosan guard can no longer sponsor your activities you're gonna have a pretty hard time finding more people like us 
if you treat all of them like this. We're going to have a tough time finding people like you. Full stop. I encourage you to continue fighting for Corvosa and her citizens. And I promise to aid you as soon as I can. And what if we do something that your guards don't like? Well, I... She watches, she's... Looks at, looks at all of you and goes, I anticipate that there will be a time when the power of the Corvosan Guard may not be enough to protect those who serve the city. But I trust we will still be able to rely on you. Uh, and roll sense motive. Yeah. <laughs> Sense motive. Time for sense motive. Ooh, I get to use Ophelia's dice again. Clack, clack, math rocks. Clack, clack, clack. Clack, clack, math rocks. Clack, clack, clack. Oh, everybody rolled above a 10. Okay, let's let's get some totals here. Uh, so, um, Unia leading the pack um, with a 27 to sense motive. <laughs> Damien uh, got a 15. Lenore got a 13. Okay. And Ophelia got a 21. Okay. So for those of you uh, individually, for those of ah. you who got above a 20, mm -hmm. you get the meaning behind what she's saying, which is the meaning that she's that she's trying to get across here is not... You're fired. Mm -hmm. The meaning that she is getting across here is, I need to distance myself from you. Mm -hmm. And so I'm doing something official to show that I'm distancing myself from you. Yeah. 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 And on the record, it is going to say mm -hmm. that we have no, we have decided not to retain your services, i.e. you're fired. But. Yeah. I'm still counting on you. Um. Lenore, Lenore takes a breath to start uh, launching into something along the lines of this is bullshit. Uh, and Ophelia um, elbows her in the side. Thank you. We understand and we will make sure that the people that we uh, we will make sure to uh, stay in contact with the people we know can help us. And hopefully we don't run into too many conflicts with the work that you're doing. Wonderful. I'm. Glad that you can understand. Damien is looking back at Ophelia like, what? <laughs> it's Ophelia and Unia who got above a 20 on the sense motive. Yes. So, uh, uh, I'm glad that you understand. And I understand as well that this is difficult. I must say I truly believe that if I had more people like you, we would be able to weather anything that this city could throw at us. Unia speaks up. Yes, we will continue doing what we must as you will continue doing what you must. Mm -hmm. Well, um, at this point, I must ask you to leave the Citadel. Enjoy your coffee. I... Having a tough time doing that. Takes a sip. Stay safe out there. 
I appreciate it. And um, Damien and Lenore will leave first. Uh, Unia will follow. And as Ophelia heads out, she'll sort of give Cressida a look and says, I'll talk to them. Don't worry. And uh, as you as you come out the door of her office, uh, you are flanked by two women in gray armor oh. with a red with a red underlayer. Oh, frick. and red plumes at their sides. Oh, frick! And oh, they geez. don't say anything to you, but they take up sides directly behind you. And the implication's pretty clear. <laughs> yep. March. <laughs> yep. We do. Uh, we hustle our way out of there pretty fast. And uh, they follow you all the way. And when they get to the main gate, they motion. Um, and the gate closes behind you. And you just look at them. The empty eye sockets of their helmets, the pale faces of their visors. Lenore is seething. There's the the rainbow lights that sort of flicker around her um, have become brighter and are flickering more intensely, sort of almost on their way to being the, the garish coruscating colors of her blood rage. Um, but she's just barely keeping it under control. Mm -hmm. Damien's kicking some rocks uh, out of there. He's he's trying to kick up a cobblestone uh, that's a little loose, just sort of out of some, you know, misplaced sense of needing to rebel at something. (laughs) Uh, Amazing. And um, Ophelia will come into the midst of them and say, let's go talk to Vencarlo. (laughs) What? We just... Let me use some words that a kid like you will understand. Gressida Croft just broke up with us, okay? She doesn't want to see us anymore. They kicked us out. We're some lawless nobodies because we dared protect uh, an innocent person from being executed for something she didn't do. I... <clears throat> okay. Um, are you done? Because I do understand what's going on here. Thank you. <laughs> That back there was for the people listening outside. Those pe- those gray guards who are the ones who kicked us out. She was putting on a show for them. She, Van Carlo, her friend, in case you forgot, wants to talk to us. She's keeping us in the loop. She just needs to be quiet about it. Lenore pauses for a second and takes this in and the rainbow lights around her calm and go back to being sort of the floating little motes mm-hmm. of brightness mm-hmm. oh god so I'm an idiot I'm sorry there's the obvious thing, I I guess, I just, I wanted to be mad. Thanks. Um, Damien. Just a minute. I'm trying to destroy the road. Damien. 
Things things are okay. Come over here. Ophelia will update you. We're going to Van Carlos. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And so you proceed on your way uh, north, uh, back up over a slight amount of the hill. <laughs> yeah. Uh, through Jagari Circle, up Main Shore Boulevard, and across the bridge. Uh, you know, you pass the ruins of the Church of Aridon. Yeah. And continue up Fort Corvosa Boulevard, which curves around toward the west and through the gate. Of course, you would be stopped at the gate, asking what your purpose in the fort is. Ophelia waves the note, shows it to the guard. Ah. Very well. Hmm. That's that's, that's pretty good. Free lessons from Ben Carlo Orsini. I know, right? Wow. (laughs) I even brought my girlfriend's dueling sword. You guys don't have a plus one, do you? No, unfortunately. Uh, well, uh, well, you're in for a treat. That guy's a, uh, that guy's brilliant. Well, we're looking forward to it. All right. Well, uh, head on through. All right. Have a good day now. Yep. You too. Uh, <clears throat> Gosh, I missed how cheerful you are. Oh, thank you. <laughs> what I'd say I missed. I'm being nice. <laughs> um. So you get into. Uh, Orsini Academy, the fencing academy that you've previously visited. Yes. Uh, is a famed sword school that stands in the heart of the city's ancient center. Its grand archway and balcony shade a pair of wide and ornate oak doors, the knockers carved in the shape of an imp and pseudo-dragon locked in mortal combat. We thought about locking them in Street Fighter, but it seemed <laughs> uh, uh, A sign uh, hanging from the front door, classes canceled today just sits there and there is no sound coming from the place uh, the curtains are pulled uh, doesn't seem that there's any lights on inside um, as as everybody else is looking around um, Lenore uh, turns to uh, ask Ophelia um, if she's been here before uh, and no and siren is there <laughs> uh, uh, God's are you still gonna keep this thing up? I mean, I sort of have to. Then Carlo <laughs> doesn't know mm-hmm. uh, that I am who I am, um, and I would like to be trained, but it's gonna be hard to explain why a little noble lady is so good with a sword. Um, so, yeah, there's. It's this is this is this is better. Okay. Ugh. And okay. so after you've been set, uh, you've been standing there for a few minutes. Uh, the, the you would you would uh, hear the sound of footsteps approaching the door, and then it opens, and you see Vin Carlo, looking rather serious. He, he opens the door and he goes, Ah, the cover of night, my friends. It's so good to see you. You've come for your lesson. I'm sorry about the the closure, um, and unexpected things. But but you know, I invited you here. And so it's only right that I let you in. Oh, yeah. uh... And you see, you can see that as he's saying this, he's not really looking at you. He's looking past you. Oh, who's he looking at? He's just looking past you. Like, Uh, he's searching. Ah. Uh, It is so good that you came. I I appreciate your prompt response. Uh, Please, come in. All right. We, We enter. And there is a moment as you guys are coming, like he, he steps aside, opening the door wide and letting you pass and just smiling and nodding. Just the, <laughs> uh, yeah, come on in, come on in. And then if you look back at him a- after this, he looks around 
and very <laughs> carefully closes the door. <laughs> oh, it's he's going to tell his secrets. He's going to tell his secrets. And so uh, he, t- he leads you across. Uh, let me open. This is where the resistance will be formed. <laughs> <laughs> the revolution will not be televised. <laughs> <laughs> but you can come to Orsini Academy and watch it. <laughs> Amazing. Um, so there is there is a big studio in the main room that has like that has like mirrored walls uh, and uh, and like a and like a rather rather uh, well varnished floor, mm, uh, like a kind of like a belly weapon weapons racks at the sides, yeah. uh, and um, you know plenty of armor on stands, mm-hmm. uh, uh, weapons masks. Uh, on mm-hmm. one side, and he uh, ushers you through this room into uh, a another room. There is a hallway that has uh, that has like there's a bathroom off to one side, and then there's like a little kitchen, uh, and then there's uh, an office, and then there is um, another room toward the back. Okay, <clears throat> and he is going to usher you. Uh, actually, as he goes through, as he goes through the uh, the main room, uh, there is there is like a little there's like a little magic item sitting on a sitting on a uh, stand, and he oh. he waves his hand over it, and you watch as images of you and him uh, all appear in the studio, <gasps> uh, and him and he he goes well. First of all, who who among you has been the first to? Who among you has used a rapier before? Oh, are you I, experienced with them? I have. Um, uh, I yeah yeah. I am. This is what the images are doing. Yeah. Uh, um, as he goes, Damien's <laughs> Damien's spellcrafting that. Oh no, Damien's not spellcrafting that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what'd you get? I got a three on die. Yeah, uh, I mean it's definitely an illusion. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, oh, actually, that's a fifteen. Um, does that does a fifteen get me anything? Um, let me check what the DC is. Uh, it's okay. I don't think so. <laughs> Damien, sweetheart. The, the DC to identify a spell as it's being cast is 15 plus the spell level. <laughs> so you're not entirely it's sure. It's not a cantrip. It's, I know that It's much. definitely an illusion. Uh, yeah. And and you get, I mean, you get the detect, idea. Yeah, if he, gets, if he has detect magic up, I suppose it's an illusion. Uh, oh, that's neat. Yeah. I need uh, to get me one of those. And he will bring you in. An illusion of me studying. And you will find uh, in one of the back rooms, he pushes uh, a bookshelf aside and reveals a door and opens it. This is some proper secret spy-ish. And uh, and motions for you to come down. All right. Oh, man, I hope he's not. I hope I hope he's not taking us to his murder dungeon or his sex dungeon. And <laughs> or his murder sex dungeon. And Carlo's not a worshiper of uh, of Urkathoa, uh, is he? All right. So <laughs> he, he takes he leads you down the stairs. Good Lord. Uh, he leads you down the stairs and you would find uh, there is a woman dressed in traveling clothes oh. and a wide brimmed hat and a wig of long red curls. Huh. Uh, she looks up nervously uh, and goes. Hello. Uh, sorry, I gave you uh, all that trouble in the shingles a few weeks ago. And you would recognize her immediately as Trinia. Trinia! Trinia Sabor. Trinia! She's um, here! There's another, there's another woman there. 
she is dressed in uh in a similar attire uh she she is dressed uh in another wide-brimmed hat uh she has a black wig on uh, and That's the other lady. That's the lady who's going to be executed, yeah? Yes. Uh, I'm uh, Patelia. Patelia. Patelia Dola. Patelia Dola. All right. Yeah. Uh, and so then Carlo would gesture toward Patelia Dola and go, uh, you were at the Queen's debacle, so I don't doubt that you recognize this charming young woman and you have already met Trinia. Yeah. Uh, did... Did a uh, blackjack come here and drop yes. her off? I had only uh, I'd only just reached my home the night of Her Majesty's morbid gala when that troublemaker blackjack and this startling woman arrived at my doorstep. The so-called people's hero and I have had some dealings in the past, but it's been uh, some years since I've seen that scoundrel. He was quick with his words and soon swooped off, doubtlessly to right some other festering wrongs, but... Not before entrusting a Mistola uh, to my protection and care. Although I don't know Blackjack's motives or politics, I trust his judgment and have seen much done right by his blade. He says that uh, Mistola and Miss Sabor are innocent of the crimes that they've been accused of, and I'm more, di- I'm more disposed to trust a hero of the city than the tantrums of some bloody-minded child playing at queen. <laughs> the, oh, frick. And we get that he is, he's, he's, he is de- definitely downplaying his involvement with Trinia mm-hmm. in front of Dola. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the matter is simple. Corvosa is no longer safe for Miss Dola and Miss Sabor. I've arranged for friends in Hars, a couple of well-respected ranchers to Take in our beautiful renegades until this whole assassination <laughs> foolishness blows over. It's the first leg of the journey where we find our problem, though. Ever since the queen put a price on their heads, uh, mercenaries, soldiers, and even the new Grey Maidens have been searching for these young ladies tirelessly. They've stopped by here three times so far. Oh, and wow. each time I've just barely managed to turn them away without inviting a search. Wow. Yes. Uh, my most reliable contacts have gone to ground in light of the recent uprisings and Her Highness's bounty for Trinia and Patilia's capture. It makes use of new agents inadvisable. Thus, given the assistance that you have provided to Miss Sabor, in the past, I thought it would be appropriate. I thought that after the trail had cooled a bit, I would turn to you. Oh. Would you care to escort a lady home? Uh, sure. Uh, yeah, yeah, we can do that. Very good. They're, they're even coming after you? But you're, like, rich and well-respected. Let us say that I have been a bit outspoken about my arguments with the monarchy in the past. And so they have been investigating me for any sign of, I suppose the word they'll want to use is treason. Great. Time to go back through everyone's journals and make sure that nobody said anything against the monarchy recently. Damien, (laughs) that includes you. Yes. Um... It seems that they are 
these uh, gray maidens there, very intent on finding whoever helped the assassins. And uh, Trinia just goes, oh, yeah, that's me. <laughs> uh, and Patilia uh, does not seem quite as cavalier about uh, her feelings on it. She's just sort of, yeah, that's, I guess that's me, too. We know you're innocent. She nods. Thank you for helping me. Yeah. And uh, Trinia just sort of uh, leans on a chair. Thank you for helping me, too. Um, you know, uh, I understand that our original meeting was not great. Yeah, sorry for tackling you. Yeah, that was a lot. Yeah. And also tying me up. Yeah. Uh, and uh, putting a bag over my head. Yeah. Uh, that was all pretty rough. Yeah. But I didn't end up, um, on display for all the people to throw tomatoes and whatever else at so I think I should thank you. And also, we should probably apologize. There's not really a way to know if the people who say that they're trying to help you while they're chasing you down actually want to help you. Yeah, no, I de- I definitely thought you were going to kill me. Yeah. Um, and you watch as, as she says that Patilia is just like, uh, okay. Um, but we're, we're, we're good. We promise. Yeah. Damon's like, I fell off the building. <laughs> we we all did. <laughs> At one point or another. No, you didn't ever fall. You did not ever experience that. <laughs> He's still sore about it. <laughs> um, so where are we taking you fine ladies this afternoon? Uh, we're going to, they look toward Vencarlo Harse. Uh, yes, the town of Harse. Uh, you will find it along the road. Oh! Uh, Harse. We're going to Harse. Uh, and I will, if you'll come with me on a little adventure, we're going to the Overland map. Oh my gosh. So, we have the city of Corosa here. Uh-huh. And we yeah. have Harse oh. here. Oh! You will take the road out of Corvosa and turn north, uh, roughly northwest. Uh, the road goes north for a while and then you will proceed on to Hars. Uh, I have arranged for passage for you. I plan to fund the escape. I'm supplying Trinia with a horse and supplies for her travel. Oh gods, what or, are we gonna do about Trinia the and, uh, and Patilia. Uh, uh Carlo? Yes? It's, it's a long story. It's a really long story. We have four children currently staying at the oh. house. That um, is quite something. It's it's four, right? Yeah. Yeah. Four right now. Um they It's it's a long story. Um but do you think there's somebody who could take them in while we're well, gone? Well, I I am known to offer lessons, junior lessons for um young children looking to train. Oh my god, thank you so much. I don't really have a uh, hold on. He he goes, "Hmm." Four children. Yeah. Hmm. I suppose. See, I'm thinking for a second. I suppose I could rearrange the living room a bit. Thank you. Thank you so um, much. They're such good kids, and they're they've all been 
they've all been dealt such Maybe a if I move some hand. bookshelf out of the office, I could probably put them one Ugh, there. I, we'll, we'll, we'll be back as soon as we're done in Hars. Of um, course. I just... If they're caught, like, just squatting in my house while yes, I'm gone. Yes, I understand. That would probably be unfortunate. Yeah. I will see to it that they have uh, good beds and a good place to stay for you. your, the time that you are gone. Thank you so much. Uh, it's the least I could do. Oh, my God. Your kindness will not go unforgotten. Of course. Um, here, uh, for the journey, and he offers you like a little pouch, has 20 gold in it. That should get you uh, a stay at the inn in Hars. Thanks. The people there are good people. I am familiar with a few of them, and they know me. If anyone gives you a tough time uh, while in town, just uh, let them know that you are a friend of Vincarlo or Asini. Uh, there's two taverns where, where you can get a nice dinner. The Spotted Pony and Nag Bag. Uh, and then there is a large inn where you can rest. That would be Rancher's Retreat. Rancher's Retreat. A lot of horse things in this place called Harse. Well, it's a rancher's town. It, they called it Harse. Yes. They did. <laughs> a horse of course. A hearse of curse? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> um, Lenore does not laugh like I did out of character. No. But she uh, sort of chuckles. She's like, <laughs> that's funny. So, um, do the rest of you have horses? Um, no. I've, uh, no. Oh, well, then we'll have to arrange a wagon for you. You want to go to a horse shop? You can tell them to put it on my account. And, right. uh, then you can take the road north out of East Shore, uh, Dwarf Walk Road. Uh, that will take you by the thief camp. Uh, and then you will take Dwarfwalk Road. Uh, then you are going to want to turn north toward Hars. Dwarfwalk goes on to Yanderhof. Damien is taking notes. Dwarfwalk, Yanderhof. Okay. Um, you don't want to go to Yanderhof. Don't want to go to Yanderhof. Yeah. <laughs> you want to go to Hars. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, I, I, I was making a corollary. Um, thanks. Uh, and um, Yunia uh, um, sort of comes forward. Uh, what sort of dangers should we be expecting? We were followed out of Cressida Croft's office earlier. Yes, uh, Cressida. Um, ladies, you, you will excuse us, right? And uh, Trinia and uh, Patilia just go, uh, yeah, sure. Um, Trinia a little bit more fervent and going, uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he, he goes, uh, we'll just be a moment. And he comes up to the steps uh, he goes over toward his office and he goes and uh, he just says, yes, um, the situation with Cressida is tense, to say the least. Um, she has a lot of people watching her. Indeed. But take it from me. I know we might not know each other the best, but Cressida is a good person and she will see us through this. Yes, we understand she is doing everything she can given the situation. I think I think what um, it might be difficult in the next coming days, but the most important thing that she can do is stay in her position uh, and the head of the Corvosan Guard. Certainly. And that is why uh, she's had to split ways with the rest of you. Yes. She's had to do something similar with me. I'm not really welcome at Citadel Volshynik now. 
the Grey Maidens, uh, want to keep out any, uh, potential, quote, dissidents. Oh, that's, that's so disappointing. I'm so sorry. Yes, yeah, so it comes with the territory, I suppose. One can't continually speak ill of the monarchy and expect not to have the monarchy decide that they don't want you around at some point or another. Ah, uh, the lot of every potential revolutionary. Keep fighting be, the good fight. Um, when guiding, uh, when guiding them out of the city, it should be a relatively simple affair. Uh, now, <clears throat> I will tell you, be on the lookout for guards wearing crimson tunics. They are ones who have, um, pledged their loyalty to Queen Iliosa. And especially be wary of Hell Knights and these new Grey Maidens, as they're calling themselves. If a Grey Maiden seeks to inspect your cargo, I would recommend that you let them, but be on your guard. Uh, so the two ladies, um, they're just going to be traveling with us, right? We do, yes. Are we hiding them in the cargo? or? Well, I'm hoping that their disguises will hold out. Um, yeah. I've done what I can. Uh, <laughs> they look great. Yes, I, uh, I have a bit of skill uh, with makeup and... Uh, well, I suppose for the the whole uh, fencing thing, oh, you do, when like, one, shows when or... one entertains polite society long enough, one picks up these skills. Uh, yeah, yeah, you I know. suppose. Yeah. Must, one must one must look their best when they are attending galas and parties and all that sort of thing. And Gosh, I don't, don't I don't maintain started. this these rugged good looks just by exercising every day. Ophelia put some fake eyelashes on me for that gala, and it took me three days to get the glue off. It was awful. <laughs> Lenore looks out into space. Just into the middle distance as she recounts this horrific memory. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it wasn't all that bad. <laughs> no, no. Ophelia definitely did a job that was subpar. <laughs> and uh, then he goes, all right. Well, if you are happy with this proposal, then I suppose I shouldn't delay you. Yeah. Yeah. Um... And are we taking them to anywhere in particular in Harse? Are we just dropping them off at the inn? Yes. Uh, now, there is a wayside inn that you could stop at. Um, if you prefer to get back to the city promptly, I would appreciate if you could take them all the way. Yeah. I understand that being away from the city can be difficult, especially when you have many things that require your attention. But mm -hmm. I hope that you can. Yeah, we'll, we'll get it. We'll get it Very done. Well. We'll get it done. Well, you can rest at the Wayside Inn. It's called Trots. Uh, you'll find it about 12 miles outside the city. <laughs> yep. For if you're traveling and you have the trots. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Good lord. We had all the worlds meet in the first book, and then the second book, they're just like, screw it, all horses. All horses. Oops, all horses. Oops, all horses. All right, so, um, yeah, you guys are happy with all this? Yep. Great. Um, I would like, um, Unia would like to sense motive Vencarlo, um, just to see if there's anything that he's holding out on us. Sure. Like, is there something in particular he's trying to, like, um, avoid by having us do this or, um, something like that? Like, everybody else relatively trusts Vencarlo, but Unia is a bit more skeptical. So, what did they sure. roll? Oh, they did not roll particularly well. What'd you get? Uh, they got a 16. Let me guess, he's hard to read. That's exactly what I rolled. 
So, oh, do, who uh, does the tie go to? Tie goes to the uh, sense motive there, oh. because uh, uh, bluff sets oh. the DC. So, so uh, yeah, you you're talking to him, and uh, you definitely get that there's stuff that he's not revealing mm-hmm. to you. Uh, you you get that there's more going on than he is willing to say mm-hmm. right now. But you're not entirely sure uh-huh. what that is. Um. Um. Uh, and uh, as you guys are getting ready to go, he will be like leaning on his desk. What is our compensation for this to be? Well, uh, I was hoping that you would be satisfied with uh, a job well done uh, and uh, innocent people put out of harm's way. Certainly. But, um, if this errand happens to be considerably more dangerous, however, how should we invoice you? Well, um... When you return, I can offer you payment uh, for your services. Would 500 gold be sufficient? Certainly. Very well. Wonderful. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Yuni is like, look, if you're going to keep secrets from us about a dangerous thing we're going to be doing, you at least need to have some payment waiting for us if things go south. <laughs> Listen, there is, there is more afoot than, uh, than is currently clear, and that as... Gentlefolk, I would hope you would, you would help an innocent in need, but also if you need money, I give you five hundred gold. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, um, this is an awkward question, but you're the only person I know who's r- rich enough for this. Did you pay off my mortgage? Mortgage? No. no. Okay. Oh, I'm most sorry. of my most of my money is tied up in a. Uh, uh, no, investments. No, and that's that's fine. I, I just to, oof, while you're gone, I probably need to go and talk to my accountant. Yeah, no, it's oof. it's fine. It's, it's uh, yeah. Let no. me tell you this this economy. <laughs> Am I right? Yeah, I mean, I'm just I'm just baffled, honestly. Uh, you can't possibly imagine what it's done to the stock market. The what? The stock market. You can buy stock and what like corporations like, like and, vegetables. Oh dear. <laughs> Let's not get into it. Uh, the, <laughs> Suffice it to say, I've, I've handed many businesses around town and many voyages to other lands. Um, one in my position does these sort of things when they have too much money to spend on themselves. Ah. Uh, okay. Yes. So you didn't invest any stocks in my house? He sort of wrinkles his nose at that. Like, <laughs> that doesn't work the way that you seem to think it does. <laughs> No, I've done nothing of the sort. Okay, I don't need anybody running a market out of my house when I'm gone. It's not... <laughs> it's not a market. <sighs> I don't have time to explain capitalism da- to you. Damien, Damien is standing in back and he's just like literally biting his shirt sleeve to keep from laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. So... You guys gonna head over to Horse Shop? Yeah. All right. Uh, now, actually, before you go, Vin Carlo will go. There's one more thing. Siren. Uh, yeah. Uh, a word in private. Uh, sure. Uh, don't don't go without me, guys. Um, I'm sure the rest of you can organize the horse carriage and things. Uh, what what is it? I should let you know that I have a friend at. The Church of Phirasma. Uh. And, um, your secret, it is safe in the circle that we have chosen. 
But I thought that um, my friend thought that it might be appropriate to put you in contact with someone. Uh, okay, okay. You have interacted with him once before. Okay. And I've spoken with him, and he thinks you show promise. Oh, um, and this is even uh, taking into account the fact that you all found out about my vigilanteing when I died. Look, uh, the job carries certain risks. He looks at you. But I, uh, we hope that you are ready to face them. You faced death, and yet you are still defending the city. Yeah, I mean, I'm one of the people who lives here. <laughs> Very good. Um, Hopefully uh, the training can start when you return. Uh, who, who is this? That I'm meeting with? A very old friend of mine who helped get Miss Dola here. Oh, uh. Blackjack. You did say that you had met him. I. We go way back. Yeah. Well, um. He's well, interested. Um, tell him I'm flattered. I will make sure that he finds out. Um, I, I would definitely be interested in receiving whatever uh, help he is willing to offer. Training. Training, sure. And a uh, wow. safe place away from prying eyes. Oh, that's that's wonderful. Um, thank <laughs> it's you. It's quite an offer. Yeah. Um, it, tell, tell him that um, I'll get in contact uh, when we get back. Very well. I'll make sure he knows. <laughs> All right, your friends oh are waiting. Oh my goodness! Um, thank you, uh, thank you for for keeping things secret, and um, uh, also for um. I hope you will forgive my friend at the uh, Church of Phrasma. It, it's it's okay. Um, uh, is it is it um is it? There's a lady there named Center. Uh, we she was helping out. Uh, did she tell you? No. Okay. Okay. Um, because. Okay, she I'd rather not say who it was. Oh, oh, okay. Um, all right. One must maintain a... Sure, yeah. Tight-knit uh, group. All of your contacts and stuff need to remain secret. I get it. Yes. Okay, um, thank you. It's uh, best to avoid hurting those you care about. Gosh, don't I know it. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, he, Siren, smiles, he smiles a little bit at that. Siren will um, reach out uh, with both of her hands and just warmly grab his... Uh, to shake it. Thank you. Of course. Hey, Siren, are you coming? Think these horses are getting ready to poop all over this nice floor. <laughs> the horses aren't inside. <laughs> Says Damien. I know. I'm just. just let me have this. <laughs> Goodness. All right. So. And we will head to. Horse shop. <laughs> horse shop. Horse shop. It is your one stop for your horse shop. Horse shop. <laughs> Welcome uh, to horse shop. Famous bard um, wrote that on one of their off days. Hey, welcome to horse shop. We got your best in horses, ponies, mules, donkeys, dromedaries, other pack and riding animals. I'm uh, still... 
Hi, it's Stu. Uh, yeah. We're the cover of Night. Uh, right. Van Carlo Orsini sent us here. Ah, Van Carlo, how is the old bastard? Uh, you know, he's he's fine. <laughs> Tell him he owes me money. Uh, yeah, he says he has a tab here. Ah, he's got a tab. I'm he guessing that's the owing the money part. Yeah, well, well, what do you want? Are you here to pay me? Yeah, uh, no, we're here to add to the tab. <sighs> Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Um, I've heard that he has some stock. Yeah, my my lawyer's gonna be looking into that, huh? Uh, yeah. Guy fucking owes me so much money. You know how much how many expenses this guy has? You would think you would think a guy that runs an entire academy would be able to pay his fucking bills. I, I mean, I feel like this isn't really any of our business. Yeah, but this guy, this guy, you know, you know what he what what he requires of me? You know what? How much fucking horse tack that he got? He got some really good stuff, and he said, "Put it on my tab. I'll pay you next month." And then, ah, lo and behold, next month comes around, I send him an invoice, he's not paying anything. How's Stu supposed to put food on his table, huh? Uh, is that, do you want us to answer that? It's, it's, it's rhetorical. Uh, anyway, what are you, what are you getting? Well, uh... Another cart? Yeah. One horse or two? Two. It's, all right, it's two all horse cart? Yep. It's all of us, all of us, um... Uh-huh. Six people. All right, all right. So, uh, two horses, a horse cart. Uh, I'll take it up with Van Carlo. Yeah, take him. Thank you, Stu. Yep. Uh, I hope that Van Carlo pays you what you're me owed. Me too. I soon. hope he pays me what I'm owed too. Oh, goddamn guy. <laughs> I should stop offering credit. That's what I need to do. <laughs> I want you to talk to somebody who's better at collecting on credit. <laughs> uh, well, I don't really have any. You know any? You know any? Uh, you know any? Uh, what do they call a guy that you know what collects debts? Uh, you know, goes debt around collector. Ah, that sounds good enough to me. <laughs> anyway, uh, this one, this one here is strawberry. Uh, this one here uh, is is uh, Clive. Well, Strawberry and Clive, they'll take you as far as you want to go. All right, all right. Uh, Are you buying them or are you renting them? Uh, 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 Are you bringing them back? Yeah. All right, well, that's a lot cheaper. So. Okay. How long are you taking them out? Uh, probably a couple of days. We're going to Harse. Oh, yeah, that's going to be about a four-day trip. So. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, we should get... do. We should get food? <laughs> Ah, yeah, I got a, I got some provisions here. Or you can stop at any of the general stores you got along the way. There's a place in Entrance Square. It's got some really good, got some good, really good uh, rations. If you want rations, Damien says, or and he pulls out the sustaining spoon. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I wouldn't come in within with hundred feet of one of them things. <laughs> Do you know if we can use these things to feed horses? I wouldn't recommend it. If you want to, if you want the horses to keep working for you. Uh, okay, we should probably get some horse feed here then. Yep, I got we you put plenty of horse feed here. I got your horse feed right here. Oh, really, I got the horse feed. It's right here. <laughs> they got hay. We got apples. We got you know just feed. Yeah, that that sounds good. Uh, give right. us an assortment. All right, you get the you get the deluxe box. Comes with two apples per day. That's gonna be uh, eight apples, yep, uh, and uh, and uh, and hay, and some just regular horse feet. 
That put, sounds good. You know, um, yeah. strawberry. Uh, she doesn't like she doesn't like hers when she's getting when she's getting water, right? Mm. So you want to make sure that you feed her, then give her the water. All right. Right. Feed strawberry and then give her the water. But but Clive, he he doesn't give a shit. Clive. <laughs> Just, yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. Hey, good horsies. Hey. Hey. Gonna make a handle animal check. <laughs> Gonna make a handle animal check on the horsies. Okay. Uh, Lenora's. Uh, Lenore got a seventeen. A seventeen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You uh you give hey, the horsies. horsies a little pat and uh hey. and uh Clive sits there just. <laughs> oh, you're good horsies. He's good. You're good. And it gives like a little grunt. Mm, good horsies. Uh. Blows some air out of his nose mm. and calms down a little bit. Hey, yeah. He like leans into your hand a little no. bit. Yeah, Clive. Clive. Uh, he's a ladies' man. Yeah. <laughs> well, all thanks right. for thanks for. Uh, all speaking your help. of keeping away from strawberry. Oh, um, yes, that will definitely happen. Pen as separate. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Damien's. Uh, I'm watching you, Clive. <laughs> Goodness sake. Goodness sake. <laughs> Look, I'm just saying he's a he's a guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I suppose you want to have more horses on your terms. Not right now, though. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, I get that. Um, but it's spring and, uh, you know. Yeah. It's spring. They get, they get springy. They get yeah. springy. Uh, yep. Yeah. You know how it gets. Uh, y- yep. They're animals. <laughs> yep. Yep. All right. Bring them back in one piece. <laughs> Lenore getting increasingly uncomfortable with this. <laughs> bring them back in one piece and uh, nice talking to you. Thank you, Stu. Uh-huh. And if you don't pay me, or if Vincarlo doesn't pay me and I don't get those horses back, I'm going to be looking for you with one of them uh, people that collects debts. Debt collectors. Yep, that one. Okay. Uh, warning taken. Uh-huh. All right, will- I got you right down in my book. Uh, hmm. What's your names? The Cover of Night. Cover of Night. Ah, I got you right down in my book. See him right down. Cover of Night. Right next to Vincarlo. Nice. <laughs> nice. All right. All right. Okay. And with that, you can get out onto the open road. Yay! And uh, if you would like, we can uh, leave it there for now. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and we will pick up next time with you traveling to Hars. Traveling to Hars. It's a horse, of course. A horse, of course. <laughs> a curse, of course. No, no. <laughs> a horse, of course. A horse, of course. <laughs> curse of, of the, the crimson horse. <laughs> Goodness. All right. That's good. All Thank you for listening to this session of Curse of the Crimson Throne. Please be sure to check out my guest appearance on Dungeon Dive Bar. Link in the description. Thanks go out to Philip Melvin for his permission to use his song The Chronospheres of Dr. Genevieve Beaumont as our intro. This session also featured his track Paintings in a Clock Tower during the harrowing and the outro. Our sound effects are created by Sirenscape. The Harrowing also featured the track Conquistador by Sirenscape, as well as an intro variant of the same song. For the latest information about the show and fun interactions with our friends on Tabletop Twitter, be sure to follow us on Twitter at To Have and To Roll. 
You can also follow us individually. I am at Daft Prodigy. Rain is at Rain Zero. That's R-A-N-E and the number zero. For character art and character sheets, check out tohaventoroll.tumblr.com. Finally, please, please, please take a moment if you aren't driving or operating heavy machinery to open your podcasting app of choice and leave us a review and then let us know about it. We greatly appreciate any feedback and reviews make me happy. You don't want me to be unhappy, do you? That's it for this week. We will be back next week as the heroes of Corvosa leave the city behind and head out on the open road. We greatly appreciate. <laughs> we greatly appreciate. <laughs> you okay? <laughs> Are you okay? I'm okay. I'm fine. We. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, gonna uh, switch out Center's auto sheet for Ophelia's. Uh. And I'm just going to, before we get going here, um, take a thousand gold out of my savings and um, get rid of Ophelia's second negative level. Okay, that sounds good. Or her, her final negative level. Yes. Boop. So now you're back to uh, regular uh, condition, yeah? Yes. Well, that sounds great. Something's a little different. Ophelia's con score <laughs> is a little lower. Yeah. I, uh, I realized uh, that you had more ability boosts than I was really comfortable with a uh, player character having I, from character I, creation. I did ask. I was not trying to pull the wool you d- you over did, your eyes. No, you, di- you did ask, and I just didn't pay attention. Uh, and then when I did, I went, "Oh, damn! I should fix this." I was like, "Can I play this? Can I play this character? Oops. There will be story things that that will be relevant." Yeah. Now, usually, what I do is I make adjustments to characters like that. Um, yeah, they're uh, usually not quite as bad as taking too often ability score, though. You still have two ability scores with plus two to them. I do. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, let's not let's not paint this as as me taking something terrible away from you. You have two bonuses and no penalties. I uh, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, um, I've just taken away the third bonus without penalty. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now it now you see now you see what it's what it's doing. <laughs> Uh, all right. Crimson throne. 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 Oh, verity. Curse of the crimson throne. Oh, yes, quite. Yes, yes. And I am taking all of my math rocks and clattering them on the table. I'm sorry for the editing problems later.
It's fun. I have so many math rocks. How did I get so many? You keep buying them. I know. <laughs> That's what does it. <laughs>